Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm glad the intro song was over as you started whatever was about to come out of your mouth. I so wanted to say it. Just park it for the the, the, the remainder of this hour. That thought, keep it in the back of your head. Okay. Tell me after the show. It is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on Alt 94.9. It's Jeremy with me as always, our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Ken Wright. And then I've got a whole studio full of my friends. Adam, Norm from Port Lost Abbey Hop Concept. Let me take a breath because in addition to all these brands that I just told you about, you just added another one on top of it. We like to make it more difficult. Why not? And then you you brought a familiar face that uh, that I know from the music industry. You brought Roy from Revolution. Welcome, dude. What's going on? Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us for a uh, Friday night of drinking beer. And uh, from what I understand, the first beer we're going to drink tonight has everything to do with you and your band. Yes, it does. Explain to me how did you get involved with these degenerates? Kind of funny story. So I, I'm born and raised in San Diego. So kind of grew up on these guys' beer, port brewing beer, pizza port stuff. And uh, just kind of friend of a friend put us in touch. I really like beer. I, I homebrewed for a couple years, long time ago and we've been trying to make a band beer for a while so stars aligned we met these guys and uh, we made a beautiful beer together when you wanted to create a beer with port lost ivy hop concept tiny bubbles what was your inspiration what what kind of beer did you really want to make well, I love IPAs. It's my favorite. And um, Wes, the drummer of my band, too, we're big uh, beer geeks. And so, you know, we're traveling around the country all the time touring. And we're lucky enough to get to go to breweries and different beer bars and sample stuff all over the world, right? And um, IPAs are still our favorite. And I think it's a good uh, just representation of San Diego, too, doing an IPA. And it's also my favorite style to brew before, too. It's really good. It's a nice, easy drinking beer for an IPA. And kind of the idea, you can be at the show and have a couple and not be destroyed before we go on stage. Now, note that it is clear it's not murky it's not hazy this is a true west coast style ipa they're a west coast band we wanted to do a west coast beer this is definitely something that where mosaic takes the center stage for sure that was a hop that uh rory and the guys were really passionate about using and uh, i think it brings a lot to the beer what other hops did you use in besides mosaic centennial just the two hops and mosaic kind of for the fruity fun floral and then the centennial has that bitter backbone to make it that true west coast ipa yes when the beer was made did you get a chance to actually hang out with the tommy and uh and, and brew it on the the brew house i came in the i think the very first batch then the test batch i came in that day and hung out and um kind of got to meet all the guys and i went in before to kind of go over the recipe and gave my spiel about i love mosaic we love mosaic and the idea behind the beer and these guys just nailed it executed it perfectly i'm stoked on it so yeah it was awesome to have those guys come in and actually have a real clear-cut idea of what they wanted to do with the beer and it definitely um steve our head brewer added some some details but it definitely made it a real collaboration i want the 
this in every venue in town because this is this is a great show. Go here. out and buy it now. It is everywhere available. We do drink half of it in the bar. That's kind of the go-to right now. Is yeah. Anytime yeah. take-on's out. Yeah. Yeah. I could easily see why this is the go-to. This is such a, such a crushable beer. And um, we're going to, uh, to to finish the rest of this off. And uh, I saw another can or yeah. a half case floating around. I'm about around. to finish it. We're, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, sure. we're actually going to start the show since we have Roy <laughs> here with some revolution as we drink their beer. Take on anything IPA. It's the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on Alt 94.9. Uh, that pour is looking real look good. At that. Look at that big pillowy head right there. Mm, mm, save that uh, for a second. Here's the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on Alt 94.9. Before we get into our next pillowy delicious beer from Port Lost Abbey Hop Concept and uh, now Tiny Bubbles. Can now uh, explain to me that pour was so proper. You you managed to you break you managed to break loose this beautiful head from this beer that you're about to drink. I've seen my first rodeo. Well, I mean, it's like you've done this before. I, ha- I pour a lot of beer, mostly for myself <laughs> yes. these days, but in the past for other people. You just want to you, you pour it down the side a little bit and then do a hard pour just so you can kind of control the you, you want the head to be compressed a little bit so it's nice and dense dude that's technique notes worthy of a youtube right there really no just kidding norm adam <laughs> roy from revolution joining us tonight we just finished their uh take on anything ipa collaboration with uh, the hop concept aka thc so if you hear us refer to that we need a brand that has cbd Ooh, yeah. Yeah. so you can have cbd and thc yeah. cbd tbd this beer I, I know from the bottle this this is your seasonal that comes out this time every single year this is carnival 2020 it's a uh, brett saison i mean adam give me the, the quick and dirty on the story of this beer. Uh, I mean, this is a classic saison that we spike with Brett. It's really meant to. Uh, it's a beer meant to be aged um, or drank fresh. You get a, definitely a better hop character if you were to open it right now. You this is the. I've never aged the bottle of this because I always drink it. It's as pretty soon as rad. I get it. Fresh. You could you could age it for forty days during Lent and then drink it on Easter, or mm. just keep buying bottle after bottle and tell everyone you're or not that. drinking during Lent, <laughs> yes. which is what we do yeah, as go. recovering Catholics. Uh, but it's an amazing beer to sell her. But uh, honestly, it, it is hard not to drink fresh because the hop character. Is just it's there, and you don't get a lot of hop carriage from a lot of Belgian beers, um, dude. And it's it's just such a rich sort of pale golden color. I think it's the hop character in this beer that sets it apart. I'm I'm not a big saison fan. Carnival, I will drink. Yeah. I'll drink it on tap. I'll drink it out of the bottle. Oh. I don't care. It is always a delicious, easy drinking, refreshing beer. And this year, no exception. I mean, this is probably the best year I've tasted so far. This is yeah, delicious. Goes really out there this year for sure. And I think the other thing too is this sat in stainless for like two and a half months, which means the Brett had its time to do what it needs to do to make this beer taste delicious and a lot of people just bottle condition beers with brett you're automatically one one leg up i think a lot of people hear brett and they think oh it's going to be Horse horsey blankety. and yeah. this has more and, of a tropical fruit than and, and it has that beautiful drying mm-hmm. that that brett does. champagne just kind of dries dry it out and it's yeah. as it dries and finishes you know what it tells your palate drink more is, is there more speaking of drinking more of this i know you guys just opened a tasting room how many do you have now uh we're at three currently and uh working on our fourth so we just opened our third in san alejo it's on san alejo road it's right across the street from that really cool park it's called the sanctuary and then we just signed a lease on a place at east village a really cool spot by the way it's it's where it's dubbed the church because it is an old church construction's about to start we're hoping for september october cool spot definitely different than the other tasting rooms they'll have a food element and a huge huge kind of beer garden area that the goal with this place is to really have more of an outside element than an inside tasting room so we're gonna take a break when we come back i, I think uh i think we're gonna, need, we're gonna do some more revolution since we had you here roy any uh, any selections you would like to throw into the mix man they're all good i don't know it's whatever you want the musician who's gonna give me <laughs> lease on his music we'll it's figure out dude. what i pick next it's the rocket on happy on alt 94.9
Beers on point for a Friday night. It is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on Alt 94.9. It's Jeremy with me as always, our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Mr. Ken Wright. We've got Adam and Norm from Port, Lost Abbey, Hop Concept, Tiny Bubbles, and then joined a very special musical guest who uh, you've been enjoying some of the Revolution music. Rory from Revolution joining us. We started off the program with a beer that he had a great hand in, being a home brewer. Take on anything IPA out there now. Go see them. September 5th in Chula Vista. September 5th, right. Boys, what are we drinking next? This smells funky. Uh, it is, definitely. This is uh, this is called the Pale Horse. The inspiration behind this beer was obviously the Pale Horse from Revelations. It is a oak-aged sour ale with Sauvignon Blanc grapes. Spent four or five months on the grapes after spending over a year in oak barrels. Man, we love this beer. So this is one of our club beers for our patron centers and saints. Super stoked. They've been working on it for a while. Wait, what's this club you're talking about? So we have a very select club of people. Rory's actually in it. Of course. One of our top members is yeah. Rory. That's why we were stoked <laughs> to do a beer with these guys. He's He was like, oh, I'm actually a member of your club. And then we looked up his uh, purchases. We were like, good God, you're you're one half of the club. <laughs> that was actually cool and like Last Abbey before they made a beer for me. The club gets 13 bottles a year. This is one of them. Uh, you have the option to purchase additional ones. This one, however, is also will be available to the general public starting in April. Oh, we're going to um, make us wait that long? We let the club get the first crack at everything, so they get they get dibs. Uh, most of the other beers in the club are club exclusive, so nobody ever gets to see them, but I figured I'd bring this in for you because uh, I know how you feel about exclusive. You know I like it the most. Man, the, the nose on this. So a ton of white wine character. Uh, the grapes add just this really rad element that we don't get a lot. Um, uh, you still get those crazy cool tannins from the French oak. That um, is super good. refreshing, super crisp. Gorgeous beer. It, Gorgeous it's just one beer. of those beers that you kind of like take a sip and you just think about it for a couple seconds. Definitely has a lot of the like pear almost yeah. fruity kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like my wife loves beers like this because they're in between almost a beer and a wine. They've got enough acid and stuff that she really would dig something like this and uh Forgive me, I was uh, captivated by the beer. I, w- I wasn't paying attention to anything you guys said over the last five minutes. If you're it's not typical. a member of the club... Make sure you follow us at Lost Abbey on Instagram, Twitter, and all that stuff. We put all the info out there uh, as to when sales are going to oh, hit, but we're beautiful. looking at early April for general public. But it'll be limited to probably 20 or 30 cases. We're going to play uh, a, another song from Revolution. As This might be the only time we go from Revolution to Metallica. Sit tight. It's the Rock and Roll Happy on Alt 94.9. You know you're in the company of beer nerds when they start passing cans around just to read the dates on the bottom to make sure we're all <laughs> drinking in the same batch. It is the Rock and Roll Happy on Alt 94.9. Jeremy with Ken, Adam, Norm, and Rory talking about everything that's going on with Port, Lost Abbey, Hop Concept, and Tiny Bubbles. We have not got to a Tiny Bubbles beer yet, and we, are, we haven't quite got there yet. This will be our second the THC beer. is building. We, uh, we started off the program with the uh, the Take on Anything IPA collaboration with Rory of Revolution, and that, man, that's going to be my summer beer. Please tell me that that's not going to be a limited run. That's going to be all year long. No, we're going to keep going with that one. Yes. That beer's rad. Yes, yeah. that's what I wanted. Of course, um, I do have a thing for IPAs, and that's uh, that's exactly what you poured in my hand. What What is this? This is our flagship for the hop concept. It's literally called THC IPA. So when people say that uh, beer is a labor of love, this was a labor of intense pain for me personally and I think uh, uh, Adam as well and a lot yeah. of other people at our breweries we brewed this beer Rory when we started talking about Revolution you came and had house IPA how many times definitely a few times yeah. Yeah. we brewed this beer for two a little over two years till we finally got the recipe right what um, so I think we, we did around 12 or 13 batches yep. of this but we finally got it to where we uh, use this special maneuver that we don't do for the rest of our beers where we uh, dry hop into the fermenter and uh, just with a lot of uh, mosaic and Simcoe and it, it came out super nice and uh, yeah it's honestly uh, one of my favorite IPAs. On par with the Revolution beer, it just you, we sell them in four packs for a reason because you're going to want to buy two because uh, six yeah. beers is just not enough. Nowadays, people always talk about uh, hazy IPAs and the juicy
see IPAs and things like that. And our real the task that I really um, gave Tommy and Steve was to come up with a beer that could play in that in that realm, have a, not a lot of residual bitterness, but also be true to who we are and not be crazy. Pretty. And that this is crystal clear, and and we like to think it hits on all cylinders in that. Very crushable, but but has a has a, a nice sort of grown up flavor. I want to uh, I want to enjoy this slowly in my big leather chair. Read a book with pictures. I like picture books. <laughs> We're super proud of this beer, and we um you know we can't make a lot of it due to the process and the amount of hops that are used in it. Um, so when you see it, grab it and get it fresh. Yeah, you mentioned being sophisticated. This beer would fit great at a golf tournament. Now you got one of those coming up, don't you? Absolutely. May 27th is our first annual Lost Abbey Golf Tournament. It's going to be at Twin Oaks. Um, it's 125 bucks. It goes on sale next week. And really the goal of this is to have a, a fun day on the golf course. I'm not doing auctions. I'm not doing raffles. Hell, I'm not even doing a dinner because when we're done with the golf course, if you want to come to the brewery and have a beer with us, that'd be great. The whole goal is to have a fun day of golf and then a really cool bag of swag. So a Lost Abbey golf shirt, you know, Lost Abbey golf balls from TaylorMade, uh, some tees, some divot markers, whatever else I can fit in the bag uh, I'm going to do. But, you know, we've always done an anniversary party and we still will do an anniversary weekend, but thought let's do a golf tournament because that's where you drink the most. At least that's where I drink a lot of beer. <laughs> and how do we get tickets to that again? It'll be online at shop.lostabbey.com starting next week. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back a couple of songs to go with this. And then we are finally going to try what the hell Tiny Bubbles is. It is the Rock and Roll Happy here on Alt 94.9. Jeremy along with our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Ken Wright. We've got Adam and Norm from Port Lost Abbey Hop Concept Tiny Bubbles, which we'll get to in a second. Rory from Revolution has joined us, hence the reason you're hearing so much Revolution on the program tonight. They've got a show September 5th, and they've also got a beer called Take On Anything IPA brewed with Port Lost Abbey Hop Concept Tiny Bubbles. Good God, man. Why, why, why do you make me list so many names? Can't you do it all under one roof? When have I ever done made anything easy for you, Jeremy? <laughs> to say this brewery's name, it's, it's like at the end of a car commercial. You should see my business card. Tax license and dock fees or whatever it is. <laughs> the good news about this brand, though, is it's just a Don Ho song. So explain to me why Tiny Bubbles had to come into existence before we talk about this. A, looking at the branding, when we came up with this idea, we really wanted to do kind of an approachable sour beer for anyone that you know didn't want to drop $30, $40 on a bottle. We wanted something that, that gateway beer. In Adam's world, he would love if everyone was Rory and was looking to drop $41 <laughs> on a <laughs> bottle of sour <laughs> beer. In my <laughs> world, I want to sell beer to the masses. Is that why you're using... Clock hands? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of do, huh? These are a tall, slim 12-ounce cans, really, so that they can sit next to our other beers in the 16-ounce uh, Basically, this is a digestible version of your high-end stuff? So kind of a crazy story, and Rory, ironically, uh, has had the beer before because he went to school in Santa Barbara. There it was a uh, brewery in Goleta that is still in existence, and they made an amazing beer called Tiny Bubbles, and the brewer there was friends with Tommy, and they won uh, multiple GABF medals with it, with their Goza-style beer, and they weren't making it anymore, so we Tommy approached them about getting the recipe and uh, getting the name, and uh, we acquired it, and uh, we started kind of fiddling around with it, adding some fruits, adding some different things to it. It's real live sour beer, which I don't think anyone else is doing right now. Normally it's pasteurized and everything else. And with uh, the brute version, which we don't have with us currently, there's going to be an actual Brett in it too. So it'll be Brett finished like tradition. You just blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. So this is our orange guava version. This is the OG. It's why the uh, Brutus, our mascot, is a little uh, run DMC. I, I was going to ask who this guy was. Uh, so that's Brutus. You Brutus have the, that's bubbles, the Brute. Yeah. yeah, Brutus T. Bubbles. That's the uh, <laughs> that's the main mascot. And then we, we kind of like to 
accessorize him a bit. Yeah. Uh, so for the orange guava, we have him. Literally hat and chains the, with glasses. Yeah. yeah. UB Illin. There'll be multiple flavors of the tiny bubbles. Yes. Like different versions of We're it. looking at. Great um, question, Rory. You need to work for Rory, us. this is amazing. We're looking at a rose in the summer. We have a key lime we're working on. Honestly, we're giving our brewers kind of the, the whole kitchen to kind of play around with flavors with this beer. A lot of times on Lost Abbey side, it's very limited to what we can do with because you can't really, you know, you can't put a $40 bottle out there and not have it perfect. This beer, we can work on a smaller scale. So if we mess up, we can dump it and start anew. We learned everything <laughs> we could about sour beers over the last 14 years, and we're finally able to put something in a can that I think is uh, approachable, and, and everyone can, we can, you know, from anyone who's just starting the sours to you guys who have had a ton of sours know yeah. a lot about it. It's, it's a delicious beer. It's got all the a- aspects that you look for in a sour beer, but you can buy it for $10.99 a four-pack. So so it's a kettle sour, but yeah. it doesn't have that overly yogurty flavor that mm-hmm. a lot of kettle sours have. It's I a think different process than your yeah. normal kettle sour. Yeah. yeah. Much different. Definitely. That was part Most of the, the intellectual property that we purchased was that recipe so that you didn't get that kind of gross-ass kettle sour flavor. Is this out in the world right now? I can go to any place I buy beer? No, sir. Nope. It will not be. Uh, the first actual <laughs> legitimate run of Tiny Bubbles, uh, I believe we'll, we'll, you'll March. see at the end of March, beginning of a- April. I cannot wait for you to turn this loose on San Diego. Cheers to you. This is a fantastic yeah. beer. Congrats, guys. Keep your eyes out for Tiny Bubbles. Uh, okay. You guys are slaying it. We're going to end with, of course, you picked it, Rebel. It's the Rock and Roll Happy Hour. It's all 94.9. See you next Friday. Well, that sound can only mean one thing, that this week for the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on the podcast, you get a little extra bonus footage. Yeah, bonus time. A little segment we like to call, What's Creeping in Ken's Closet? Nothing's creeping in my closet, sir. Isn't it? These are all the beers as as beer collectors that we hoard that we never get a chance to drink. And since Ken's cellar, and I use that term loosely because there's really just a closet in his house. It's a pantry now. (laughs) It's a pantry where he has kept his beer and, you know, they, they recommend you store it at a 52 degree temperature yeah with perfect humidity yada 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 it it doesn't happen like that none none of us are are made of money to have the perfect beer cellar except for maybe dr pill so i mean this is how uh, pretty much everybody ages beer so if you're thinking about well cardboard box should i open that bottle of barley wine from 2005 i don't know will it be good (laughs) will it be bad we're gonna find out and i think uh did i nail it is that we're doing we're drinking a bottle of uh it is behemoth from Three Floyds Brewing Company. God, I love Three Floyds. And uh, I had to look this up because they don't print the years on the bottle. They go by the color of the wax. And yep. um, yeah, that's pink. So that's 2005, baby. Woo! So this is 2005. This is uh, barley wine, I take Were it? you out of high school yet? Uh, wait, 2000. Yes. Jesus. Okay. How, how young do you think I am? I don't know. Don't. I guess we'll find out after we open this bottle. All right. So, I mean, it, it's it's... It's how do you, the ABV on this. I keep spinning it to look for it. I mean, but it's got to be around 10%, right? You know, that's... <sighs> I, I didn't do my research. I just grabbed the bottle, man. Yeah, right. I, I didn't do my... I... All right, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to take a, uh, take, take a wild guess at this, and uh, I'm going to bring the mic right over here. And I've already got the wax top cut off mostly, so you're going to be able to hear the, the top pop. And Hopefully I'm, we'll have it. Oh, dude. Uh, twelve point five plus percent. Oh, good. So yeah, thirteen percent. All right. Shh, shh, shh. Ooh, uh, hissed. That was nice. Ooh. Oh, hello. It's a it's a deep uh sort of copper color, kind of a almost a maple syrup. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a that's a nice red. It has uh. It's got Ooh, a very. It, it is red. All right. So 
as I put my nose into it, what am I smelling there? What's the, what's that identifying? <laughs> I was gonna say because that it's startling. Whatever it is, yeah. Ooh, that that kind of that kind of hurt. I, I I it's it smells. I don't know. It's almost like a like it was once very malty. Now it smells like it might be sour. <laughs> it's it smells funky. It right. Smells funky. Worst worst thing that would happen is we both run to the bathroom after we drink this. And, Let's uh, find out. Up, up yours and down mine. Well, the flavor is not nearly as uh, pungent as uh, the smell would suggest. Mm-mm. I really expected something funkier with the aroma. Yeah, but it's it's got some residual sweetness to it. It's it's very light. Is very light bodied with a lot of uh, caramel and dark fruit notes. Yeah, I'm getting um as it as it comes down the back end of my palate, I'm I'm, I'm starting to get like that 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 dryness that that kind of. I don't know. It, it 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 almost feels like that would have been a hot presence, but yeah, you know, there's still a little heat to it, which is weird. After 15 years, ooh, this is turning my stomach. Though I don't know if I can drink this. I don't know if I can either. <laughs> hey, I got a bottle of 2008. You want to open that? See if it uh, you know like? what? Why the hell not? Let's I do mean, it. Let me dump this out. Yeah, take mine with you. It's, <sighs> it's easy to say that um, wax top or not. Uh, the way you aged that uh, didn't quite do it justice in 2005. I'm sorry! It's, it's not, yeah, I was going to say it's not his fault, but it's 100% completely his fault. So uh, we get to have a moment while he goes and dumps that, and I cut the wax top off of this bottle. One thing I do love is wax top bottles. It makes such a presentation, especially if you're doing this with, uh, with family or friends. The trick is to try and get the whole top off. My trick, cut a notch out of it, cut it around, and then it gives me a chance to be able to pop the top off. So I'm going to put this under here. I'm not even going to let Ken hear whether this pops or not. So here we go. Oh, yeah. Good hiss. All right. This is completely different aroma from the last one. Thank you, Ken. Here you go. Same color. This one seems to be a little lighter. Will... You, did you just call me a little liar? No, lighter. Because like, oh, I am. It would have been accurate. Um, um, all right. So this one doesn't have such an off-putting aroma to it. It has oh that, yeah, it's uh, much less. Has a slight amount of cardboardiness to it, but I'm not afraid to drink this one. No, the other one had a pungent like there is something in this basement that has been here for a long time and oh. probably needs to be removed. All right, now this this is more delightful. This is this has more flavors to it and layers. Oh. God, that's like night and day, dude. Yeah, Th- this has um, it has more effervescence. Almost got a fruity note to it. It's got hop. Um, the fruit doesn't taste like raisins that were run over by a truck and sat out in the sun <laughs> on the tarmac for uh, a decade and a half. Um, wow, just three years difference. Do they change? Do you, I mean, and this is you probably don't know. Do they change the 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 malt bill year to year, or are these the same? I beers? do not know. Uh, we could we could we could. Who who's, who's the producer for this show? Aren't they supposed to research this stuff? I'm I'm looking at him. Oh. <laughs> Okay, I get it now. <laughs> Kids, all wait a minute. I didn't sign up for this. I'm here to produce fart jokes. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, it doesn't have the ABV anywhere on the bottle, and I'm I'm getting different ABVs on the internet that I don't know. Can't Being a barley wine, it's going to be somewhere between. This 10 is north and of ten. Yeah, definitely, and it is a big behemoth. And and boy, yeah, I, I mean, I'm I just took another snort of the uh, 2005 one. Yeah, there's a weird flavor in there, man. I don't know what it is. It's nothing good. It it isn't good. It it reminds me a little bit of this prescription 
uh, cough medicine they used to give me as a child. I don't like to talk oh, about that. Oh, are we going to have a off-air story about your childhood now? We may. We may. I, I grew up in an orphanage right, in Budapest. Can, we're just going to plot him down, and we're going to say that uh, 2005, not so good. 2008. Three awesome. Year, three years makes a difference when you're aging something in a creepy closet, and your name is Ken Wright. Yeah! <laughs> we'll see you next week on the Rock and Roll Happy Hour. It's Alt 94.9. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.